Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one-third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners, a technique that is easily learned and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynefimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Fimister. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the podcast show. My very special guest is Camilla Young. Welcome, Camilla. Thank you so much. This is so nice. So Camilla is from Norway. And she's our first person from Norway, even possibly first person from Europe. And so it's fantastic to have you. And we were just laughing before we came on because myself, I'm Scottish, as you probably well know, but I'm 3% Norwegian. So we have a connection. So thanks so much. And I'm just going to outline a little bit about you for our audience. You are a mom. I've got two kids, age 15 and three now. And her background is in social work as well as in sports and nutrition. And she has degrees in these. And she's also a certified fitness instructor at the gym. And her passion is to help people. So it's fantastic that you're here today because that's what we're all about. And not just physically, but also internally, emotionally, mentally, in different ways. And she's into holistic health in a big way. So welcome, Camilla. Maybe you can give us a little bit of background on where you're at right now, say in the last four or five years with your past and then what you're up to. Well, my pain journey started in my pregnancy, the last pregnancy, actually. So he's going to turn four this year. So it's been a, been a long road and it's like... My first child came when I was 23, and now I'm uh, 39. So I was thinking, okay, this is my age. This is the second pregnancy, and yeah, things are different. So um, the pregnancy was kind of tough and all the way, actually. But in the end, he had to be taken with the C-section. So he was premature, six and a half weeks premature. and Again, when the pain just was still there, I was thinking, oh, it's because of the C-section. Oh, <laughs> you know? So we tend to just think that it's going to be all right soon. It's just because of this or it's because of that. So it, I didn't do much, but I just hang in there. <laughs> okay, so you got this low back pain. You had your pregnancy, you know, you're four years on. Your social structure there in Norway supports your maternity leave, which is fantastic, but you've got this problem that's not going away. So what are the doctors saying about that? Well, I was to the doctors uh, several times, but I'm flexible and I'm strong, or at least I looked strong. And 
because of that, I think they told me it's just normal things coming out of the pregnancy and yeah, you've been training so hard or it's going to go away. It's normal to have back pains because, not because I was old, but I was older. So I didn't get much help. They just told me what it was or what it was not because I've been to several doctors. Yeah, I didn't get any answers that I wanted. Okay, so this is a very common experience. And I would say every patient that walks through my door has the same story. Chronic pain, going on, no answers, lots of tests, lots of therapy, lots of trying things, but they're left with this experience within themselves that they're not moving forward. So let's talk about how the, the effects of that in different areas of your life. Yes, that's a really big topic because I haven't been uh, having a lot of pain in my life. I've been struggling a little bit with my shoulders and my knees because of this fitness instructor world, <laughs> but nothing more that I could handle. So in one way, it's kind of sad because people don't know. People who haven't been in this situation cannot comprehend to understand how it affects everything you do, like every second, actually, every minute, every, yeah, whatever you do. So going from a full-time athlete, just to say it in one way, to just be in the bed, but I couldn't be in the bed because I had a baby. I had to feed, breastfeed him. I had to change diapers 24-7. I had to, yeah, do everything we have to do with a baby. And I don't know, I, I think I've always been strong, mentally strong, thinking that this will go, I just have to change the way I was doing things and thinking and stuff, but it, that didn't help. So yeah, it affects my life. It affects everything, like how to get out of bed. If I could get out of bed and how fast I could do it. And we just bought a new house when I got the baby. And it, the coolest part of the house is going down to the bathroom because it's big steps. And when you get down to the bathroom, it looks like you're in Spain, actually. And Norwegians love Spain, or at least I do. But that was kind of the worst <laughs> the worst time for us to buy this house because you have to go down those big steps every time you have to change the diaper or every time you have to go to the bathroom and actually you go to the bathroom a lot but <sighs> it just affects everything just how to sit in the couch I couldn't sit I've been laying down for three to seven times every day since this happened it affects everything I've said yes and no to, from all from trips to just having visitors over, uh, family, friends. Oh, I should be <laughs> writing all this down because it's been so much. It's, it's just kind of hard to explain in a short, short words. Yeah. Does it affect your emotions? Absolutely. I try to always stay strong and listening to podcasts and I know that... Things happen for a reason and things will come to us for a reason. And I believe it will make us stronger. And I know that in the end, this is a blessing in disguise. I wouldn't be without it. But my emotions has been a roller coaster because everything before this happened, 
was about me doing my training. So if I could just do my training, we could start having a life. If I could just do my training, we can go shopping. If I can just do my training, we can go to the vacation. You know, everything was about me doing my training. Then we could do family stuff or friend stuff. So, which is not a good thing. <laughs> so this has changed me a lot. But the roller coaster of emotions has, of course, been there in many ways. And last year I was thinking, okay, why should I get up? Why should I actually get get out of bed just to go to the couch, laying down, doing nothing, maybe watch some Netflix, but not be who I want to be because I'm not the one who's laying down all the time. (laughs) I can relax, but I've always done things, you know, it's just not me just laying there. And I think, Camilla, one huge benefit from just diving into this world with you is for the people listening who either treat chronic pain or have family members with chronic pain is it does affect everything. It affects our relationships. You know, it affects our moods. It affects our thought processes. It affects our environment, like you mentioned, going on trips, our relationships with our kids. You know, the goodness that our kids can get out of us is limited because we're stressed, because we've got pain, because we've got mental processes that are preventing the fullness of who we are. And as the definition says, it's an experience. You know, at the end of the day, yes, we've got maybe changes on an MRI scan or an x-ray, you know, and you mentioned before we're coming on, you've got spinal stenosis and the, the, chain, the, the very common changes that we see on scans. But pain is way more than that because the definition says it's an emotional experience and it's a sensory experience. And it's so important that, and I would even add myself, the social experience right? So there's three big, huge areas that if we're going to conquer pain and move forward in pain, each of these things need to be addressed. And before we can address them, we've got to acknowledge them. Yes, totally. They're real. They're huge. They're affecting everything. And then I think the role of just compassion, compassion for ourselves, compassion for our neighbor, compassion for our loved ones, for our patients, is one of the most healing modalities that the old school doctors, you know, say back in before 20, 30, 40 years ago, like just being there with the doctor and listening was the most therapeutic tool that they had. And I think in this day and age of busy life, instant access to information online, the, um, on Amazon ordering, you know, you get your goodies within a day or whatever you may be doing. There's, <laughs> we've kind of lost that sense of connection and compassion, which is so, so important if we're going to be successful, right? Yes. You, are, you are left at the end of the day with yourself. That's so true. And yeah, I tend to say this, that this is a blessing in disguise because this makes me a better person, a better mom, a better social worker, a better instructor when I can start instruct what I want again. It leaves me uh, with better understanding for my friends and family that 
actually have lived with chronic pain and I've always seen myself as one that can try to understand and be what you said, compassionate about people, but I could never imagine. Never, 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 ever. So I've learned a lot uh, and I hope that's made me better and I feel it has and it's not all about training anymore. I don't need a training. We can do family stuff and friend stuff before me doing my training, which I think is <laughs> a huge thing and it's really important for me to sometimes just state that because I can see now how selfish I have been for so many years just to do the training nothing good has probably come out of it like I don't know if it, it was about how I was going to look or how I was going to feel I didn't change that much like now when I've been actually recovering a lot more doing my sleeping before anything else I have more results coming out of it doing yeah, yeah. nothing and just being the spiritual and physical and mentally, you know, everything. So this is just where I'm going to be, I think, even if it has been hard and it's still hard, but I've come to realize that this is my way now. This is my mm -hmm. life now. I'm, this is for a reason, you mm -hmm. know, even though it sounds funny for someone, but I, this is what I feel. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one thing that I try and talk to with my patients as well and also my own journey with pain in the past is to find meaning within mm. the suffering and i think one of the meanings is you've beautifully said it is we're moving away from the i to the we the i world me this me this me this from me to we then all of a sudden we've got this new concept of health social health Right. Oh. And the, the meaning can come. And that's why you say there's more meaning. Well, because there's more aspects to us than just us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's such a beautiful thing to realize and to be aware of that and then mm. enjoy that. You know, the, the neurochemistry in our brain changes when we enjoy things. And I talk to patients about the coin of healing and the coin of healing is like a coin. You've got two sides. One side is about activities. That's your positive thinking. That's your expressive writings, things I get for my patients to do, or positive affirmations, meditation, focus on your breath, listening to something called binaural beats, which has been shown to help learn a change of the brain, mm. therefore help you move forward with this new reality of relaxation. And once we're relaxed, our body can heal. We remove the tension. So now one side of the coin, we've got activities and there's more. And the other side of the coin is the language of enjoyment that Dr. David Hanscom talks about in his website, backincontrol.com. And that is stepping into this world where you're enjoying it. And unless you dive into this world, and I mean dive into this world, then you're only limited in how far we can move forward with this. Yes. And it's just like if you're learning Norwegian as a language and you come from <laughs> Canada or Scotland, then it's better to go to Norway, immerse yourself in the culture, you absorb it, you learn it quickly. 
Yes. Right? <laughs> so we must immerse ourselves in this world of enjoyment. And I think the beauty of what you've outlined today is when we are with our friends, when we are focusing on other people, then we're allowing that enjoyment environment, the social context of our health to really help us and heal us because our brain then gets wired for this, right? So our brain is all of a sudden doing something different from pain focus and not even pain reducing activity focus, but Mm. we're here with enjoyment focus. Yes. And then the billions and billions of neural connections in the brain gets fired off and we literally change from the inside out. Yeah. You just have to, I think, come there by yourself and no one can force it on you. That's my experience too. Like when I just was mentally ready to make a change because what I've done until now in these three years didn't work. It was time to do something different, like the saying, if what you've done until now doesn't work, change it, or yeah, something like that. And that goes for me too, because I, I love positive affirmation. I love quotes like that. I find them on Instagram, on Pinterest, and they kind of have a healing feeling right here, right now. But if I don't live by it or actually take it into my my body and mind, then it doesn't mean anything for me or then it doesn't help me. And what you say there is so, yeah, I just, sometimes I've been wishing that hey, someone just tell me, how can this, how can I find this, what you were talking about? But we have to come there by ourselves. One of my, she's not a doctor, she's a physiotherapist and I, I go to her because I need to do this. Yeah, we have to take some steps so the doctors know that we're doing something. And actually one thing she said, because I've been a little bit closed on that psychology cannot help me. That's where I've been mentally. And she's been really good to me. And now she said that what you kind of need, or maybe what I think that you need, is a new temperature, a new way to measure your temperatures probably what you said earlier, you know? And I've been thinking, I've tried so many things to not think of the pain and not think of how to lower the pain. But what she said the last time was really, really good. Like, you have to measure something other than your pain and or your wanting to lower your pain because that's all you do. And then this is all you're going to get. Wonderful. Wonderfully said. I I love that statement you said regarding, um, well, first was the definition of insanity, which is thought that Einstein said this, but we'll say he did anyway. The definition of insanity being if you want a different result, it's insane to do the same things over and over again, to paraphrase. So we must do things differently. We must have an open mind. You mentioned you were closed psychological reasons but we need to be open to other things. And it could be a variety of things, not just psychology, but um, maybe treatments, maybe other things. And the yeah. measuring, the measuring is so important. And it's something that's come to me in recent times as well through my mentor is we're measuring the wrong things, right? 
where yeah. focus goes, energy flows. Exactly. So we need flow of energy. We need different outcomes. And therefore, it's only appropriate that we travel down these paths. And I think one big thing that's really helped me is asking questions. And it could be as, I don't know mm. how to get better. I wonder what I need to do. And you pause right there and you leave it. It's fascinating when we do this. Because what tends to happen is the answers come to us. Maybe it's in the shower. Maybe it's talking with a friend. Maybe it's a dream. A variety of things. It could be a doctor. It could be a physiotherapist. But, and just sit and wait. And when we do this, we are harnessing the res- all the resources that are around us. And there's a part in the brain called the reticular activating system in the brainstem, which is right at the base of the brain for our audience who maybe not trained in science, right at the base of the brain, the part that regulates your heartbeat and your breathing and the basic systems in the body automatically without thought. There's a part in there that is activated when we're focusing on things. For example, you buy a new car and it's red. Well, all of a sudden you'll start seeing red cars everywhere. <laughs> right? It's just yeah. the way the brain works. So if you ask the open question, I don't know how to get help or whatever it may be, your brain starts to tune in mm. to answers that we do not know. And it sounds a little bit crazy and it is, sounds, it is crazy, but the flip side I think is actually true. It's actually where potential solutions can come for a variety of different things, not just pain, yeah. but, but for a variety of things in life. And I've proven this to myself time and time and time and time again. In fact, it's just a way of life now. That's how I live, to help me yeah. get through different situations. And so back to pain. And most people in this pain journey, like you've been, are saying, I don't know. The doctors yeah. are saying, I don't know. It's, you know <laughs> it's, it's certainly not the thing on the X-ray or the MRI that's the problem. I can tell you that now for most people, 95% mm. of people. It's not that. It's something else. And we don't know. And I think when we've got the humility to say, I don't know how the body fully works. Just, let's think about that for a minute. 30 trillion cells in the body. 30 trillion. How can we even start to think that we know how it works? And we're not even talking about the motion. <laughs> and what about the mental thought process, right? Yeah. There, there's something else other than cells. So we are so fearfully and wonderfully made. And the humility just is pause and be open and say, I don't know, actually yeah. helps us. And I'm sure as you go down through this journey, not only are you going to find meaning and help you in lots of ways, but I think you're actually going to find solutions. And, you know, that's my big passion these days is to, is to find solutions and to guide people. And many, many of my people interviewed on the podcast show have talked about many things that are actually working. They're actually mm. trans faring from this model of the biomechanical to the biopsychosocial spiritual, which just looks at the biology of the person, the mental aspect of the person, the emotional aspect of the person, and the spiritual aspect of the person or the energetic aspect of the person. And when we are open to these things, solutions start to come. Yeah. 
Any questions just to wrap this up? Any questions, Camilla, or anything you'd like to round this up with today? I think it's really important what you said. And also, people shouldn't take no for an answer. That's what I mean. It's like uh, some people tell me, oh, this is normal. This is just how it's going to be. The doctor told me this. The second doctor told me that. The person didn't get the answers or the help they wanted and left it with that. And I'm, I'm thinking, like you said, also that we are left alone with ourselves in the end. And if no one else can help us, we have to do something for us. And because of the internet, we have tons of tons of information. There are so many things we can do. We have podcasts. We have, we have everything out there. So if you just keep looking for something more because you know it's out there or you just don't want to leave it with this is what it is then you will find a solution as you said and I've been writing down things I've been doing to try to get better and it's over 20 things (laughs) included anti-inflammatory nutrition of course which is the omega-6-3 ratio is extremely crucial important i've tried uh, osteopaths physiotherapists manual therapists acupuncture can how do you say it the tape kinesiology kinesiology thank you instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization tool stretching training uh, cbd oil sleep uh, low pressure fitness still doing that really important healing remote healing uh, pain relief tense machines uh, and also EFT tapping is really really interesting people should dive into that Eden energy medicine is my way of doing things uh, I've tried so many things like painkillers podcasts uh, all the things you mentioned about um, positive thinking the law of attraction yeah, not meditation and yoga yet, but, <laughs> but I can try that as well. But in the end, everything I've done have taken me this far, which is better than if we talked one year ago. Mm. And I think that I'm just, I'm still just growing and I'm learning so much more and how we just came to meet each other or you contacted me and this is just going the right way. Now I'm sure of it. Before it was like, oh, it's going to be better, but nothing happened. I wasn't feeling good and it was worse. And when when things happen in our lives now, it's good. And even with this coronavirus, I think it's a positive thing. Uh, not the coronavirus, but things are really positive anyway. So it, it's how I think about things, of course, as you said. So yeah, nourish that, <laughs> positive things. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing your story and where you're at on this journey. It'd be great to maybe get you back on in six months or a year's time to see how further down the path you are. I invite you to do that. So let's um, wrap this up. Thank you again. And we'll talk in the future. Bye for now. Bye.